you're asking, are we making headway? I think what we're seeing is that a lot of people are saying ROI on education is not worth it, and I'm just going to forego that. And that's a big problem. Hi, I'm John Sullivan with 401k Specialist, and this is the 401k Specialist Podcast. Long expected, it's finally happened. President Biden declared student loan debt relief for certain borrowers through what the administration calls targeted cancellation. We wanted to know what it meant for borrowers and retirement savers and what impact it might have on employee benefits. So we asked Jeffrey Hull, founder of Savvy Financial. It's a firm that helps employers empower their employees to both save for college and pay off student debt. Jeff, we'd like to start with your thoughts on President Biden's loan forgiveness plan. Is it good, bad, or maybe both for borrowers? I think that's a pretty easy one. If you, you know, go to sleep at night and you wake up in the morning and 10 to 20 grand of student debt is gone, it's I could I could definitely foresee some that might feel a little guilty about that, but hard uh, hard pressed to find somebody that's going to that's going to be griping about that. Um, you know, if you have to find some hair on this uh, on on this forgiveness, you know, there are some folks that are in states where they may have to pay some state taxes on this forgiven amount. And that may come up and surprise them. But other than that, I think uh, it's it's hard for anybody to be do, too disappointed about seeing some of that debt go away. How do you think it could potentially affect retirement savings, if at all? I, th- I think it, it definitely could. Um, you know, if you look at the non-participants in 401k savings plans, you know, about half of them generally, depending on what generation they're in, about half of them to two thirds have student debt. So this is, and it's, it's, you know, it's something that just mentally, and I'm sure, you know, we've heard, everybody's kind of heard this, but it's something that's just mentally tough to kind of say, I'm ready to start saving for retirement. I'm at that phase of my life when you have this student debt overhang. So if that gets off, it open it opens up a lot of opportunities for what do I want to do next? And you know the data shows that if there's other debt, you know most most uh, people that just have this debt forgiven are going to start chipping away at that other debt, or close behind that they're going to start saving for retirement. I think it's fifty three percent plan to pay off other loans and forty five percent plan to pay off retirement. So it's it's absolutely something that should boost uh, retirement savings. Jeffrey, are we making any headway whatsoever in tackling student debt aside from the president's plan? If you look at the graph of total student debt, what you'll see is in the last two years, it's still increasing, but that line has flattened out a little bit. Um, but I think the answer to that is no. <laughs> you know, I think it, you know the the line is flattening out a bit. The growth rate is slowing, but look at what else you're seeing. First of all, it's a noisy couple of years, right, with the pandemic. Um, things like that. But what you're also uh, seeing is the enrollment rate for uh, colleges going down, especially among males going sharply down. And the reason behind that is, you know, it's not the student debt itself that is problematic. It's the fact that student debt has climbed on a, on a per borrower basis um, so quickly and the income earnings have not kept pace. And so that's what creates the real problem. It's not a, I have this much student debt. It's that the ROI on my degree has gone down. Um, and so that's, that's problematic. I think that's a, that's a more interesting or not a more interesting, but if you're asking, are we making headway? I think what we're seeing is that a lot of people are saying ROI on education is not worth it. And I'm just going to forego that. And that's a big problem. <laughs> 
you know, that's a, I think that's a big problem. College isn't for everybody. I'm not, I'm not, there are a lot of different ways to learn and to better yourself and to achieve in life. But if you don't have that option because the ROI is too small and you're not wealthy enough to overcome that ROI, I think that's a big problem for, for this country. Do you see a reverse in the trend anytime soon? Is the bubble so-called bubble going to burst? This is the, uh, the uh, reverse in the trend of the enrollment data or the student loan data. Yeah, forgive me for the, just the college costs skyrocketing. The college costs, I think, <laughs> you know, this uh, this forgiveness program, right? Uh, the way I look at it is it's a bucket of water that's being thrown out of a boat that has a hole in it. Um, and so I think what, what you are probably seeing is that uh, it delays this point. There's a point where enrollment, the drop in college enrollment um, is significant enough that universities across the country have to look at and say, what's our ROI? And now we need to really start addressing this. Now, if we get a little bit of loans forgiven and we get to push that buck down the road a little bit, you know, it just delays the point where the inevitable happens, where where the ROI is so low that there's a really big problem across the country. So I, I think that um, I think that uh, what we've done is, is probably just kick the can down the road a little bit. Um, but it, it all, it all, you know, Unless you plug the hole, the boat goes down. The boat sinks. Where do you do student loan repayment benefits stand in importance with employees? How much demand is there actually for these programs? The, uh, the survey data on this is pretty compelling. Um, I'll rattle off a few stats, but you know, fifty. I think it's around around six out of every ten employees believe that their employer actually should step up and help them pay off their debt. They think it's the employer, it's, it's partly their responsibility to come in and help. And that's, you know, that's no different than I think, you know, what we see with healthcare and retirement is, is the employer is in a unique position to um, put some money to work in the benefits program to retain these employees, right? There's value in retention. Employees realize that. And this problem has become so big that now they, they say this is something that we want to see addressed as well. Um, 74% said they'd leave their current job for a company that's offering repayment benefits. Um, just to show you that, you know, money talks and this is a big enough problem that, that, um, they're, they're willing to look elsewhere and see, you know, what, what, uh, are, is there any greener pasture out there for me? And 86% of employees would stay at a company for five years if their employer offered a student loan repayment benefit. Um, so the, the stats are pretty compelling. I think what's also compelling, if you're thinking about from the employer's perspective, you know, recruiting and retention benefits, that's, that's something that you always have to worry about. We've got, we've, you know, we've gotten to label this uh, retention challenge with some really cool names here lately, like the great resignation and quiet quitting. But if you just look at the data, voluntary quitting is, is up and to the right at a steady pace year over year. Um, this is not a, this is not a blip. This is something that is continually happening and that employees really need to think about, um, you know, what are we going to do that's different and that really moves the needle? So when you think about a student loan repayment uh, program, um, which is where an employer can contribute up to 5250 tax-free to an employee's student debt. If you think about that program, you know, we actually, as a, as a vendor in this space, um, just launched a client recently that is putting $400 per month to their employee's student debt. And there's some really neat, compelling things about that. We've already heard the, the stories come back during the hiring interviews is, you know, the, the median debt is about $200. 
the meet, I'm sorry, the median monthly payment is about $200. So if you're contributing $400 as an employer and you're trying to hire a candidate, you know, you get to tell them you don't have to pay student debt anymore. Like that's a, that's a really compelling value prop. Um, or you could say, you know, if, if I'm putting this $400 on top of your you know, $200 monthly payment that you're making, you can pay off your debt five, six, seven, eight years earlier, depending on interest rates and things like that. Another really, really uh, compelling sizzle that you can give to, to, a, um, um, to a, a candidate that you want to hire. And so I, I'll say, yes, absolutely. It's in demand. And with this new legislation where employers can contribute to the student debt tax-free, um, it really, uh, you know, there's some, some really compelling things uh, if you design this program right that, that can really help you win this war for talent. Are 529 still the premier college savings vehicle at this point? Right, because there's two aspects, multiple aspects. But, you know, let's talk about two, right, is we want to get rid of this debt that is already accumulated, but we also want to prevent it. Um, I think 529s are you know, a great way to do so. Um, they have tax advantages to where if you're saving and the, and the money is invested, um, you get to pull it out you know, without paying capital gains taxes. Uh, if you use them for qualified purposes, right? That's great. And they have high uh, contribution limits. Um, you know, there's a lot of plans out there that have $0 minimum, so you can kind of get started and you don't have to save up that money first. Um, so yeah, I think they're, they're still the way to save for college. They're also extremely flexible. So parents can save for children, grandparents can save for grandchildren, aunts and uncles, your nieces and nephews, pretty much, you know, you can save for a stranger on the street if they give you their social security number, right? So, uh, really flexible in who can use them, really flexible in what they can be used for, two-year, four-year schools, trade schools, apprenticeships, even K through 12. Flexible in that if your plans change, you can transfer them to other family members. Um, so yeah, great tool. Now, I don't think that's the full question, right? Um, I think let's look at everything that surrounds this account to make sure that we're helping people accomplish what it is they're trying to accomplish. And so, you know, I mentioned the student loan repayment program, um, you know, and at the top of this interview, you asked, um, is this student, is this forgiveness good, bad, or both? Um, one of the things that was interesting to me that I saw when I searched the article the day that this, uh, this forgiveness was announced, I saw, you know, a little bit of outrage from people that were uh, responsible and didn't borrow when they were in college or, you know, that worked through college or that paid off their debt already, or that didn't even go to college. Mad that their taxpayer dollars are being used to bail out people that irresponsibly borrowed, right? That's, that's kind of their, their phrasing, not mine. Um, I thought that was interesting because that's the exact same thing I see in the workplace when employers adopt one of these programs where they contribute 5250 to uh, an employee's student debt there's still that same population that's saying, wait a minute, I'm contributing to this company's success and you just put some real dollars over there. And so, you know, how the 529 plan enters this story is I really think that the right way to put a, a program in place to help people on this kind of life cycle student debt management, right? Let's get rid of it. If that's where you are, let's prevent it from a loved one. If that's where you are, and obviously after you get rid of your debt, you're pretty soon going to be in the part where you want to prevent it for a loved one. Um, so 529s are great products. Putting these two things together in the workplace, student loan repayment and 529s and having an employer contribute, 
I think is when the 529 goes from like a, a great product to like something that's really making a dent in the student debt crisis. That's great. When and why did you start Savify and what does it do? Yeah, so Savify is a financial technology company that is integrated into a 529 plan and over 90% of the student loan servicers. And there are a couple of things we do, and we're an employee benefit. So we show up in the workplace during open enrollment and do these very, very same things that we spoke about, right? We help really put a dent in the student debt crisis. And we also, you know, kind of link employers into that story so they can benefit from the recruiting or retention advantage of having this kind of new untapped benefit category that is one of the top problems of just about every generation in the workplace. Now, we have a, a couple of unique um you know, when I mentioned about the ROI of an education and that going down, what I believe is that if you're going to help solve this problem, you really need to bring in a whole community around this. And so let's bring in as much additional sources of savings to really get rid of that debt quickly or to you know, help, help the ROI of a college degree by not having to pull all of the savings out of your own pocket. So we have a couple of extra you know, features like cashback rewards, friends and family gifting, and of course, you know, employer contributions for those innovative employers that are stepping up. But once you surround all of these, you know, sources of money, inject them into these financial goals, you start making a, a dent pretty quickly. And, you know, that's why we started that. I have, my wife and I have far too many degrees, far too much debt. We have um, a daughter that's turning three in November, a son that's turning one in November. And we're very much in this point where one, when the January one loan payments come back on, it's going to get really scary for us. You know, and two, we're thinking about how do we manage this, also manage our day to day and make sure we're enjoying, you know, every day with our children um, and also make sure that we're not sending them into the same cycle that we're coming out of. Um, so all of those things, I think that, you know, it's the right time to step into the workplace with a benefit like this. It makes a huge impact. And the fact that I get to, you know, live that impact every day in my own life and also watch it help others, I think is uh it's something that's a, a really cool journey to be on. That is exactly what we needed. Jeffrey Hull, thank you so much for joining us. I do appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on, John. <laughs>